0: Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. And we're encouraging you to start cramming memories
1: into everyday life.
0: Hey everybody, we have just gotten back from our first camping trip of the year.
1: It was a great trip.
0: It was a very good trip. It was really close to home. It was only about 45 minutes away. It's a campground that we visit regularly several times during the year. Um, We actually stayed... With some friends. Um, also, we always try to get two sites uh, where we can uh, pull one camper in normal and back <laughs> one in so we can face each other, which is usually a challenge, but we were able to find a couple of them.
1: Yeah, it was really good. For us this time, it was spring break, so the park was pretty crowded, but um, it didn't dampen our, our good times.
0: No, and it, it was relatively crowded too, uh, like Brandy said. So, you know, it gives you a little claustrophobic feeling
1: a little bit <laughs> in the
0: campground but uh it's it's always fun nobody was super loud and rowdy so no. that's always good
1: tons of kids on bikes running around dogs barking um, but it was still a lot of fun we had beautiful weather and i think this was actually our first camp trip without excessive rain though it did rain once
0: yep but i didn't have to pull the awning in perfect first trip i've ever went on that i didn't have to roll the awning in because of wind Yes. So it worked out good. Um, one benefit to the campground being a little more crowded is you kind of bump into different people that, uh, because the campgrounds are just more uh, densely populated. So I actually met a lady next to us. She was camping in her, in her pop up with her daughter, uh, mm-hmm. her and her daughter for her daughter's birthday. And the uh, father was coming down the next day. So, you know, so they could have an official birthday party. Yeah,
1: it was a lot of fun. That it's was really, really cool
0: to chat with them about that. And, um, even the guy that we typically buy wood from whenever we're there, the woodman. The woodman. He has a business card, and it says woodman, yeah, and that's his phone number. <laughs> and he shows up with wood, and he unloads it at your spot. But anyway, he was even there camping, so it was really fun. It to It was able a to lot of fun. And, and
1: meeting people is always our favorite thing when we go camping. Anyway, is just to talk to people who are nearby or who you run into on the playground and stuff. So that's always a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, some of the things that we had to try out this this time, uh, this, this past winter, we did a couple minor upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them we wanted to chat about. Um, we have the normal uh, camper bath tub. Right. It is not the walk-in shower with the glass doors. No,
1: it actually has a little tub, which is a little step-in, and I kind of like that, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, it is. It is nice. We had thought, you know, maybe we would have to use it for our dogs if uh, they got money. The only negative about it was the uh, shower curtain. Right. It's uh, bolted straight to the ceiling. It's it's really thin plastic. And it actually closes very straight around the bathtub. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't give you any elbow room. And then whenever you're washing your hair, it sticks to your arm. And then yeah, yeah it pulls it a little further in the bathtub and then water gets out, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to upgrade that. So one thing that I did was I put one of the flexible shower rods in there.
1: Right, and it's so there. nice.
0: It's super nice. So it, it can flex in whenever you're not using it. Mm-hmm. And it creates more uh, space in the bathroom. And you can flex it back out whenever you're in the shower, and it gives you more armor whenever you're in the actual shower. Um, Then we bought a shower curtain off of uh, Amazon. It's got like 12 inches of kind of a sheer material at the top, and then the uh, bottom of it is just a uh, cloth material that doesn't mildew. Mm -hmm. And that little bit of area at the top that you can see out of makes it feel a lot bigger in there while you're taking a shower.
1: Yeah, it really did. I was really surprised at the difference – just something so small made, like this new shower curtain and then that adjustable arm. It made a tremendous difference in the shower.
0: Yeah, it did. And we also upgraded the um, shower head to a...
1: It's oxygenic.
0: Oxygenic. shower I have shower been wanting
1: head. one for so long. And so we finally... Um, purchased it, and it is a game-changer. Yeah, it
0: was it was really nice, and I, I had read a lot of things about it, and I do agree with everyone. It, it isn't that it totally, like, ups your, your uh, water pressure. No. But I think the way that it pushes the uh, water out and mixes air with it, um, it just gives you a fuller uh, stream coming from it.
1: Oh, it's great, especially when I'm washing my hair, and trying to rinse it out and trying to, you know, in the in the six gallons of water that we have, it made a huge difference because it, it helped rinse out my hair great. Um, and then just, it, it's great. It's just, it was a good purchase. I'm really glad I got it.
0: Yeah, and and I've seen people test it where they put their old shower head into a gallon bucket and the uh, new one trying to see, in, you know, in 60 seconds, does it use less water. I don't really know if it did. It did seem like our um, gray tank didn't fill up quite as fast.
1: You know what? I do agree with that. And we've got four people in our family and we have four adult-sized people in our family. And um, we did not have to um, dump our water as much as we normally do.
0: Yeah. And I actually um, raised it up about four or five inches from our other one, trying to be nice to my son because he's taller than I am.
1: Yeah, you raised the shower head.
0: Yeah, yeah, I raised the actual shower head. And uh, I'm like, hey, dude, what do you think about it? Was it great? He was like, well, I still had the duck to rinse my head off.
1: Yeah, but that's not our fault. He's just tall.
0: Yeah, he's just a giant. So while we were there, we thought we would um, take a little stroll down a path by ourselves, leave the kids in the uh, camper they're all like, where are you going? We're like, we're going for a walk. Leave yeah. us alone.
1: They are definitely our little Velcro teenagers. <laughs> they they, they want to be with us all the time, which is not a bad thing, but sometimes mom and dad just want to go for a walk.
0: That's right. So um, I took the recorder with us. Um, there were some things we wanted to uh, chat about, and we sat beside a beautiful stream on a couple rocks and uh, talked about um, having a group of friends down to the uh, campsite and some of the food prep brandy did prior to mm-hmm. this trip so we wouldn't have to spend a ton of time cooking and just thoughts about all that so let's take a listen to our thoughts on site while camping it's pretty out here i like the water don't you that's yeah, nice all right well hello we are on site camping at one of our favorite campgrounds here close to home and this is actually our first um, camp adventure of the year after a mild winter, and we wanted to talk to you about some things we did leading up, and some rules we made for especially camping close to home. Yes.
1: One of the rules, the biggest rule that we learned making, um, or for our family, is that when we are planning a camp trip, we're going to give it a three-night minimum, which means we're only going to stay somewhere no less than three nights there's just too much prep work and too much um, time set up and time to get settled into a campsite so we've we've set that rule for our family
0: yeah and it definitely takes me at least one night of just getting everything set up everything out like I like it Um, one night of uh, sleep to kind of learn all the bumps and (laughs) right and noises outside of each campground before I'm truly settled and kind of checked out from uh, work, checked out Mm -hmm. from um, what bill I need to pay next week that's coming due at the house. So um, I think that uh, that a three night minimum has worked really well for us.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And it gives our kids some extended time away. um, So they know that they're gonna be away from friends and activities for three nights. And it gives our dogs some time to get settled and to um, smell all the smells and get comfortable so that they're comfortable hanging out with us and not on high alert the whole time we're here.
0: And because where we are now, we have very little to no um, LTE on our phones. It gives our kids about a day to detox.
1: <laughs> True. Us as well.
0: From um, social media and Spotify and everything else. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we can't connect, so you kind of get used to not even looking at your phone. As a matter of fact, I just left my phone plugged in the other day in case I needed to make any kind of emergency calls, because that's all I can do with it. It turned into a right. really expensive uh, brick other than <laughs> making phone calls.
1: Yeah, it, It's a clock, it helps us keep time, but that's about it, it's useless out here.
0: Um, we are on site today, out camping for the first time this year, and we're actually sitting on rocks next to a beautiful stream. We're in uh, west central Alabama and sitting across from some campsites, from uh, tent camping sites. And uh, it's, it's it's been a very busy weekend.
1: Yeah, for us this is spring break week and so this campsite or this campground is pretty full. Um, we're actually at the end of um, spring break so we're, we're he- getting ready to head home tomorrow so a lot of campers are packing up and leaving so there's not as many kids riding around on bicycles and dogs barking and stuff so um but it's been a very busy week here for sure this campsite offers a section with full hookups two or three sections with just partial hookups and then there's a primitive tent campsites as well
0: yeah and and, uh, we've always stayed in the um, power and water hookup but typically no uh, sewer so um, i've got the big blue wagon yeah to take care of that because we still like to take showers in our uh, camper
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: So one of the things that we did this time, because we actually had a lot of friends come over uh, today to uh, hang out with us at the campsite, and we're camping with one of our good friends, is Brandy did a lot of prep work leading up to this uh, camping trip for food, so we wouldn't have to spend a lot of time cooking.
1: Yeah, and that's not something that I normally do. We generally plan out what we want to have for each meal ahead of time. Um, And if we're local, we'll definitely shop locally. Um, before we go somewhere um, or, you know, shop in our normal places for groceries. Um, But this time I just wanted to not spend as much time in the kitchen. and wanted to spend as much time hanging out as possible. So if meat needed to be browned for tacos, then I would do that. Or if sausage wanted to be, we wanted sausage for breakfast, then I would, I went ahead and cooked that. So just some things like that. just to help make it easier so everything went in Ziploc bags and either in the freezer or in our fridge so it would be ready whenever it was time to make dinner.
0: Yeah, we actually uh, pre-cooked bacon Mm -hmm. and sausage so I wouldn't even have to go outside on the uh, griddle and get that stuff done. So it was ready to go. We uh, microwaved some of it. Um, We still cook some stuff on the uh, griddle. We actually tried for the first time uh, this this camping trip, uh, cinnamon roll pancakes. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah, the kids are now hooked forever.
0: They're like really good. Just buy some cinnamon rolls in a can, pop them open, flatten them out really good, and put them on the, uh, the griddle and cook them like pancakes.
1: Yeah, it was a big hit. The kids loved them.
0: It was, it was really, really good. We also um, had our first time successfully cooked biscuits in our camper oven.
1: Our camper oven has not been very friendly to us, like we, we enjoy the, the thought of having a camper oven and the idea of having cookies and biscuits and things in our oven. Um, we haven't quite learned the trick of it, so this time having successfully cooked biscuits in it made it, um, it was very good.
0: Yeah, so what I had to finally do is get a thermometer to put in it because it it takes a little longer for the um, oven to reach operating temperature Mm -hmm. and to maintain, so once I put that temperature gauge in there and I was able to leave it on and let it fully warm up and uh, put the biscuits in there and flip them halfway through. Right. If not, they will flat out burn on the bottom.
1: Yeah, now these were frozen biscuits like you get in your grocery, but um, not the canned biscuits and they ended up being absolutely perfect, they were so good. So yeah, so those were some of the things that I did for prep work um, for us. Um, like I said, we always pre-plan what we're going to eat and when we're going to eat it, um, but just trying to do some of the cooking ahead of time just saved so much time in the kitchen and it actually helps with cleanup too too. I don't want to spend my, my time off in my kitchen cooking and cleaning the whole time.
0: Very true. One of the things we did um, this time while we were camping is we actually hosted about a group of 25 to 30 people yeah. um, while we were camping. We were actually buddy camping with uh, one of our good friends. And, um, but we had about 25 or 30 people come over. Um, we bought some hot dogs and hamburgers. It's very, very normal kind of, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. And then ask them to bring drinks and um, hot dog buns. But uh, one of the things that I really wanted to do is is have all the food ready, mm-hmm. or ninety percent ready by the time that they got here. So it's always a challenge trying to keep it warm once you know once it's ready. So hot dog weenies are easy. You cook them, put them in an aluminum pan, and you put them in the oven on you know on low. That's yeah. that's pretty easy. Hamburgers are a little bit tricky because you don't want them to dry out in anything. Right. Or get cold. Or get cold, which is really bad. So one of my friends' moms was over here hanging out. She used to do the concession stands for her son's baseball. And she said, just put them in a crock pot. I thought, hmm, that's pretty good. It
1: was ingenious. It was
0: ingenious. So what we did is is I put a couple inches of water in the crock pot. Then I put a plastic liner in. A
1: crock pot liner. A crock pot
0: liner, yeah. And then we put the, the finished hamburgers in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. And then put the lid on it, that, that water created just enough moisture that the hamburgers didn't dry out. And we actually served the hamburgers out of the crock pot.
1: It ended up being so great. Um, the hot dogs and hamburgers were both warm, and everybody really enjoyed it. it was always, it's always so much fun though, having people over at our campsite and um, getting to share what we love with people who would never come to a campground. Um, we had friends who'd never seen a camper, been in, inside a camper. Um, We have friends who got to hang out in hammocks for the first time eat s'mores for the first time So it was always a lot of fun.
0: It's always fun whenever people who don't camp or have never been in a camper um walk in a camper for the first time uh they're always like wow
1: (laughs) wow like
0: there's not a toilet in the middle of the kitchen i
1: don't know what their expectations are but it is so funny you're so right every time they walk in they're like oh wow this looks like a house
0: yeah they they don't really understand um just kind of like a normal camper and there's 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 tons of ways to camp. Uh, while we're here actually this time, there were three or four of the small pool behinds. They have the kitchen area at the bottom and then they have the tent up top that you climb to. I don't I don't know what you call those.
1: It's like um, I guess they're like those personal utility tent things. Um, I'm not really sure either, but it's Very interesting. It was being pulled by a Jeep, so I'm sure the Jeep community knows exactly what we're talking about. Yeah,
0: those were super awesome. Lots of people in uh, tents out here, so tons of ways to camp, but whenever people walk into a camper for the first time who've never been exposed to Mm -hmm. it, it's it's always fun for us.
1: It is, it is, and um, we actually have met, we actually uh, ran into some friends here who were camping for the first time with their family because... Their son wanted to camp for their first birth or for their son's birthday and so we were able to share that Henry's uh, story with what got us into camping as well
0: yeah it seems like kids are usually a lot of the catalyst for Absolutely. for why people start camping whether it's just a uh, birthday or something that they remember doing with their parents or grandparents and they really want to expose their um, children to. And, uh, it's, and I think one of the, the most important things that, that you have to think about whenever that happens is is things are not going to go perfect. No. Um, but the kids don't remember any of that. No. They don't, they don't remember that dad really couldn't get the fire started great the first time or we got a little water in the um, tent. They, they just remember going camping. I think that's the most important thing is just get out there and create some memories for you and your kids and, and don't let the small stuff get you down.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree.
0: All right, so hopefully you found that a little interesting, or a chat, while we were on site at the campground, sitting by a stream, lots of water running.
1: Mm-hmm. It was lovely.
0: It either made you want to go to the bathroom or go to sleep.
1: True. One or, one the, or the other.
0: other. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one of the other things that we thought we'd always do or try to do most weeks is uh, try to find a question that Brandy had about camping or about the uh, technical side. Sometimes Scott's going to have a question, too. But today it's Brandy. So let's check out and see what Brandy wants to know. All right. Today with Brandy wants to know, I want to know what you want to know.
1: I want to know what is the difference between 30 and 50 amp on our travel trailer. I know that Frida is a 30 amp travel trailer, but I don't understand the difference between 30 and 50. And I also want to know why I cannot make a cup of coffee while I'm drying my hair. Can you answer that?
0: So the main difference between a 30 and a 50 amp service is a 30 amp service is 120 volt feed coming in to your camper with a 30 amp breaker. Okay. A 50 amp service has 220 amp volt feeds coming in on a 50 amp breaker. That's actually 225 bridged together. Okay. So whenever you flip it, it's actually two breakers. So if you think about it, like it's a, a 30 amp service. A typical wall plug in your house or in your bathroom is usually a 20-amp breaker. Mm -hmm. So you can't plug many things into that. You can plug maybe a hairdryer and charge your phone. But if you're in your kitchen and you plug in your toaster and your waffle maker and something else, it's probably going to pop the breaker for that one circuit. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how you have to think about a 30-amp travel trailer. So anytime we have the um, water heater on, if it cycles on while we're uh, using the uh, microwave.
1: Oh, yeah, I get very nervous.
0: Yeah, it just it just blows it. So you just have to be conscious of that. So um, the way I've always thought about it is while you're in your camper, especially if you have a 30 amp service, um, how many items would you plug in at your house? And no, you're not going to trip a breaker. Mm-hmm. As long as you stay within that, you're usually pretty good. So if the uh, microwave's running, go ahead and turn your coffee maker off. Right? Right. And you can't blow dry your hair while the microwave's on and do something else typically.
1: Yes, no, because actually this camp trip, we did pop a couple breakers. A couple
0: yeah, times. like I, did, um, I didn't realize somebody had a little uh, floor heater on. Uh, and then they turned the microwave on with it and right. the water heater was on. Yeah. That went pop.
1: Yes, it sure did. It, okay. It, yeah,
0: that, that's it. But um, one other thing that sometimes we will do um, on at least two campgrounds, I plugged into their um, 30 amp service and I know we were not running more because um, we only had a couple of things on and that 30 amp breaker kept flipping. So I've got a little thing called a uh, dog bone adapter mm-hmm. that can run our 30 amp service off of a 50 amp plug. So you can plug into a 50 amp service. And it brings it down to just one side of that 120-volt breaker. So um, I'll use that dog bone a lot of times um, if we're having any problems with the um, 30-amp service. Or I'll just go ahead and plug into the 50-amp service um, because I would rather pop a breaker in my camper Mm -hmm. than keep... Popping the one on the pedestal outside if I'm in my jammies at night. (laughs) That's true. So sometimes we will do that. Just if we have, you know, just if we ever accidentally, you know, run too many things, it's definitely going to pop the circuit breaker in the camper so we don't have to walk outside.
1: Okay. That's good to know. Thank you.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for spending some time with us today, talking about our first camping trip and uh, hosting a group of people. And even taking some uh, time to uh, sit down while we're on-site camping and uh, try to talk through our thoughts with you.
1: Yes, um, and also hearing our feedback on a couple of our little upgrades that we've done to the camper.
0: Yeah, those were nice, and it's definitely something that we do recommend. Yes. All right, thank you again, and we are encouraging you to start cramming memories
1: into everyday life.